Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. As we begin our podcast today, let us remember the words that began the book we're finishing today, the book of Ecclesiastes. And there we see in the opening words that the the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem, says, vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What does man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun? And uh, maybe now on a new week, on a Tuesday, you know, you're getting into the week. Maybe this is how you're feeling today. If not, I'm sure that as you've gone through Ecclesiastes and you've listened to him describe life, you've been able to relate at several points. You've been able to relate to, look, there's injustice going on and what can I do about it? It's all worthless. Or, you know, hey, I work really hard at something, but then it falls apart or it goes to somebody else and there's nothing I can do about it. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. And like we've said, sometimes it might tempt you to feel like, well, let's just throw up our hands and and give up or, you know, what can I really do? And that's not the point of the book of Ecclesiastes. The point of the book of Ecclesiastes is not, hey, give up, stop trying, don't try to be wise, don't try to be godly. Uh, No. What is the point of Ecclesiastes? Well, he's going to come right out and tell us today. And we're going to see that in the very last words of the book, the last two verses, which say this, Ecclesiastes 12, we're looking at chapters 9 through 12 today, and let's look at chapter 12, verses 13 and 14 which say the end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. And that's an important word there. Just that reminder that we will stand before God. And even the secret things of our hearts will be revealed. But as you think through your own life, maybe you look at your your job today and you're frustrated by all the things that are out of your control. You look at your family and you're frustrated by things there or just things about your life or you look out at your community and the world or your nation and it's just, ah, you know, vanity of vanities. All is vanity. What can you do about it? Well, this is what God wants you at least to focus on Today and every day, fear God and keep his commandments. And if we're really committed to those things, there's always going to be something for us to work on. Fear God and keep his commandments. Is that how you are living? And again, fearing God, uh, there's real fear involved in that. But I like to summarize it again with this idea that we believe that God is real and God is the awesome God that he is described to be. And that he is watching everything we do. Do you have that in your mind? The secret thoughts that only you're going to know about today. The secret actions that only you are going to know about today. God knows about them. And God will bring them all into judgment. And I hope you get a sense from Ecclesiastes as well 
that if we really commit to doing this, it's not just a ho-hum, vanity of vanities, all is vanity kind of life. There is joy to be had in fearing God and keep his commandments. You see that even to young people. In chapter 11, verse 9, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes, but know that for all these things God will bring you into judgment. I mean, it's a Bible verse right there saying, Hey, young person, go have fun. Go live it up. I mean, remember that God will bring you into judgment, so don't go uh, waste your life in sin. Don't go be a prodigal, but go have fun. And enjoy the life that God has put in front of you. Only fear God and keep his commandments. Or to those of you that are married, uh, chapter 9, verse 9, enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that he has given you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun. Even in your marriage, you know, you can look at, oh man, we got, we got this job or these jobs and we got this house and we got these kids and there's just so much going on all the time. The Bible's saying, stop it with all of that. Enjoy life with your wife. Enjoy your family. Even when it's hard and it's work, enjoy it. Only fear God and keep his commandments. So I hope those words challenge all of us today, but I hope they also encourage us. And whatever stage of life you are in, whether you're single or newlywed or in the throes of raising children or retired or whatever it may be, may you go out and fear God and keep his commandments and enjoy what God has put in front of you today. And as we think about that accountability that we will stand before God, that's going to connect with one of the other passages we look at today in Luke chapter 19. Luke 19 verses 11 through 27. And here we see the parable of the 10 minus, which was a form of uh, currency, you know, one of the units, you know, we think of dollars and cents and things like that. Well, this was a form of of the currency back in the day. And this master gives them uh, these, uh, you know, the 10 minus. And we see this parable Uh, One is given 10, five, and one, and we see uh, the two, they go out and they earn more. And then there's the one who just hides what he has. And we see though here, a principle of divine accountability. And we saw that back in Ecclesiastes. Remember those words, for God will bring every deed into judgment, every secret thing, whether good or evil. Well, how are we living? And in particular, are we serving God with what he has given us? Are we being good stewards with what God has given to us and using it to serve him. And that's a question you should ask yourself today. Uh, Don't spend your time just being frustrated about the things in your life or the things in your world that are outside of your control. You need to realize, well, what are the things God has given me? And am I being a good steward of those things as I seek to pursue God and to use the gifts he has given me to serve him. And let's remember that proper sense of divine accountability that we should have. And as we're thinking about this divine accountability, let's consider now Psalm 106 verses 28 through 39. And here we're going to see some things that uh, these are the things that clearly upset God. Uh, These are the things that he is calling out the people of Israel for doing in verses 28 through uh, 
39, it talks about they yoked themselves to Baal of Peor. And as we remember that uh, from the earlier in the Old Testament, this involved idolatry and sexual immorality, that they gave in to the ways of the nations around them and indulged in the passions of their flesh. And then we see Phineas, he stood up and intervened. He, with his zeal, stopped uh, the plague. But then they were angered him at the waters of Meribah when they complained. But then Moses responded to their complaining with anger. And that was the reason he was kept out of the promised land. And then when they went into the land, they did not destroy the, all the peoples that God had commanded them to destroy. Uh, but they, they left them there and that led to compromise. And so remember, these are the things even in 1 Corinthians 10, when it says no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man, it refers to the people of Israel in this season. And hey, we need to watch out for the same temptations. We need to watch out for the temptations to complain, the temptations to sexual immorality, the temptations to compromise and worldliness. And we need to be on guard against those as we fear God and keep his commandments. Finally, today we read the book of Philemon, an interesting uh, book, a kind of a, a postcard epistle, just one chapter. But again, what uh, seems to be going on here is that there was this runaway slave named Onesimus, and somehow his path and the apostle Paul's path meet as Paul is a prisoner in Rome, and Paul is now sending this slave back to his master. And what we see here is God's word and his order kind of starting to subvert um, the order that was in their society, the order of uh, you know slavery and, and that system where uh, Philemon could have had every right to severely punish Onesimus for what he had done. But Paul now encourages him to receive him as a brother. And, and we start to, to see how um, there's this new way of thinking that it shouldn't be, you know, uh, Jew or Gentile, slave or free, but we are one in Christ. And so we don't see this book or in the New Testament kind of these clear calls, hey, Christians go on a crusade to end slavery, but we do start to see the seeds really being planted that would overturn it and show the bankruptcy of that system through this new order, the order of the church, where we are one in Christ. And we see that here in the book of Philemon. And so as you go about this Tuesday and you consider the things in your life that are out of your control, remember this, only fear God and keep his commandments and enjoy the life that he has put in front of you today. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.